0: Okay, thank you for being here tonight uh, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to Again, to get to to get to speak uh, Connor, they're off uh, This afternoon with the youth Connor did a great job this morning uh, Presenting his lesson And uh, We talked about this morning And, and the elders have uh, put forth in our books And what our theme of the year is This year, which is inward, outward, and upward And Connor did a great job This morning with his lesson And it kind of uh, kind of goes along with what I was going to do tonight with my lesson i don't we didn 't plan it, but that 's just the way it kind of worked out, so uh, hopefully I can uh, do a good, uh, as good a job as Connor did this morning uh, if you 've got your bibles if you 'll turn to Philippians chapter three with me, uh, and I want to talk about the church uh, in two thousand and eighteen what we 're going to try to do and we 're going to try to move forward. I talked a little bit uh, this morning to um, to our uh, college class and uh, we're talking about always constantly trying to move forward Uh, we can't look at uh, what's happened in the past Uh, we can't look at 2017 Uh, it's gone it's in the past now Uh, we can't look at what happened yesterday because it's gone and uh, so we have to look at what's going to happen in the future 2018 and the year for us to come and as a church We need to move forward. Well, listen to what Paul writes in Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. Now that I am already obtained this, I am already... Excuse me, let me start over. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do... Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We are a church moving forward uh, into the future. Now, the fact is, is the future is going to come whether we're ready or not, whether we're prepared for it or not. It's coming. The question is actually, is, not, is, is probably what are we going to do with the future when it arrives? What, is, what are we going to do? Uh, as we move into 2018 as a church, we're going to face some challenges. There's going to be some challenges that we're going to have to accept, and not only as a church, but probably as individuals as well. Enemies that we're, we're going to have to defeat in 2018, uh, dangers that we 're going we 're going to need to avoid there 's going to be some opportunities that we 're going to need to seize that we 're going to need to take during two thousand and eighteen. The question is are we going to be able to do that? Are we going to do it like God wants us to do it and the way he helps and what the way he uh, talks about in his word for us to to do that uh, but there is one essential, there's one essential ingredient that we need going into two thousand and eighteen and that we need for our church to move forward, and that is our attitude. Now, um, I want to read you this. Uh, Someone wrote this, and and it says, Who am I describing? It is the advanced man of our true selves. It roots its roots inward, but its fruits are are outward. It is our best friend and our worst enemy. It is more honest and more consistent than our words. It is an outward look based on a past experience. It is a thing which draws people to us, to us or repels them. It is never co- it is never content until it is expressed. It is the librarian of our past. It is the speaker of our present and it is the prophet of our future. What is it? It's our attitude. It's our attitude. In this lesson, I hope to describe some biblical truths that, that, uh, and give you some importance about attitude which we will have going moving on in the future as a church here at Midway. Um, what is an attitude? And why is, it, why is it important for us to have a good attitude? Attitude is defined. A person prevailing tendency to respond favorably or unfavorably to an object, a person, a group, or an event. Normally, we speak either of positive or negative attitude. Particularly, it is how we think or feel about things. Attitudes are formed by what we believe to be true about these things. Attitudes are expressed in several different ways, as, as you all may know. In our facial expressions, uh, in our tone of voice, inflection, uh, in our behavior or our lack of it, uh, in, our way, in the way that we perform a task, uh, in the energy we put to whatever we're doing, in the interest we have in a, in a person, a thing, or an activity. Ask yourself this question as we continue going through this lesson: How am I expressing my my Christianity day to day? This lesson is probably more for me than it is for anybody in here, because I've had a pretty bad attitude for the last few months. I'll just I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Uh, And it just when I started looking at this lesson, I thought this is this is the lesson. This is talking to me. This is what I need to be. This is what I need to be doing. And so therefore, uh, I'm presenting it to you because I, I, think it, I think it will help us as a church. Listen to this about what the late General Douglas MacArthur wrote. Uh, he wrote this. It was very profound. about he, he was aging. It was on his 75th birthday. He wrote this. In the central place of every heart, there is a recording chamber. As long as it receives messages of beauty, hope, um, cheer, and courage, you are young. But when the wires all are down and your heart is covered with the snows of pessimism and the ice of, of cynicism, then and only then have you grown old. There's two boys... They're playing on a playground. One little boy looks over at the other, and he says, Wouldn't you hate to wear glasses all the time? The other little boy pauses for just a second, and he says, No. He says, No, uh, not if it's the kind my grandmother wears. And he kind of looks at it, and he says, Yeah. He says, uh, She sees how to fix a lot of things. She she sees a lot of uh, nice things to do on rainy days. She sees uh folks that are tired and sad and will make them feel better. And she always seems uh she always sees what to what I meant even when I'm even when I've I can't even read what I've got wrote down. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm trying to read and look up um let me try that again. She can't even see what you meant to do, even when you haven't got things just right yet. So the little boy asked, he says, well, uh, he, look, he, he, he looks over at the other little boy and he asked him, he says, uh, well, well, how does she see that way all the time? And he said, well, I asked her that. I asked her, how does she see that way? And she said that she just learned to look at things as she grew older. And he said, it must have been the glasses. And so it's really her attitude. She always has a great attitude. And I sort of messed that up, but uh, it's, it's about an attitude. Um, the power of the attitude is seen in the fact that since it reflects what we believe, it reflects who we are, uh, what we will do, what we will sacrifice, uh, how hard we will work, and how much of ourselves that we will be given at anything we do. There is no doubt that an attitude is a great determining factor for our success. Not only as individuals, but as a church. as, As we go forward. We have to have a great attitude. This is more true right now than it is any other time because it's now because we're about to we're about to go into the future we're three services in to 2018 this is our third time we've met together our attitude has got to change it needs to change uh, What does the Bible say about attitudes? Let's go to the Bible. I mean, that's where we can get our answers if we want answers. Uh, What does the Bible say? First, our English word attitude is translated in the Bible as mind, countenance, and heart. Attitude is a very descriptive word as as we look at it, and it gives insight into how a person thinks or feels about something or someone. Now here are some following Bible examples, and I'm not going to read every one of these, but you can go to the Bible and see about some attitudes. Ezra 7.10, attitude toward teaching God's Word. Nehemiah 4.6, an attitude of work. You can also flip to Nehemiah 4.17, and it talks. you can read that about the trial and the sword in hand. You can look in Psalms 119 ninety seven through one hundred four. Philippians two five through eight. That's an attitude of sacrifice. Acts five forty one. Ephesians 4, 22, 23 one Peter four one. These we can go right to the Bible and see about how to have a good attitude, how our attitude should be towards the things that we do from our day to day living to our church way our church functions. Um, So we don't have to go very far. It's obvious that God's word recognizes the importance of attitude. Uh, It either commands or condemns people for the product of their attitude. And we can see that. What will our attitudes be for the future of this church? What will our attitudes be as we go in to the rest of this year? How are we going to do that? Well, here's some that might help us. Five points that might help us. <coughs> Hopefully, going into 2018, we're going to have a positive attitude towards God, first and foremost. Mark 12:30. Love God with all of your might. Uh, it it will make us a difference in how interested you are in God and. Doing what he commands, if we have a positive attitude toward him, it will shape our willingness to seek scriptural growth that's one of the most important things that we can do is grow spiritually that's what one of the one of our goals this is, is for this year is to grow spiritually. Um, it will determine the moral climate and decide. The, uh, the moral climate you decide to live in. That's going to, make a, that's going to make it a determining factor in that. Number two, a positive attitude toward the church. Second Corinthians eleven twenty-eight is a scripture we can go to. We need to promote. We need to talk it up. We need to let people know what kind of church we have here. We need to invite people here to fill this building. And try to save as many souls as we can and teach as many people as we can. This involves several different things, though: uh, loving the people in the church is one of them: First John 3:16 and 18, actively supporting the work of the church. Also, your level of involvement with the church. Matthew six thirty three. Number three, a positive attitude. Um, about being a positive attitude toward the assemblies of the church, to the functions that we have. Hebrews ten twenty five. Are assemblies important? Yes they're important. But here's the answer. Here's how do you here's how we will know if they're important. Your attendants will answer that question. Your attendants will answer it. So if they're important, you'll be here. We'll be here. I'll be here. We all will be here, if that's important. Uh, Bringing visitors to the assembly. Participating in the worship. Number four. Moving on. A positive attitude about being different from the world. How hard is this in our world today? Everybody wants you to be like the world. It's telling you to do what the world does. But we have to choose to have an attitude to to be different. To, to To do opposite of what the world wants us to do. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 and 18. This is the difference between leading others to Christ and being led away from Christ. We should lift our head... And we should know that we are a son or a daughter of the king. That's what we should know. And feel confident about that. And feel confident about telling people about that. (coughs) Number five, a positive attitude about life in general. We live in the greatest country on earth. Uh, I take that a little more seriously now that I've been out of the country into a place like Romania. Uh, so I, do, I don't take that lightly at all. Uh, but we need to have a positive attitude about life and how things are here. This is the difference between overcoming problems in life and being overcome by those problems. Do you see that life is the opportunity to learn uh, about how to be a servant to God? And I hope that that's what we're trying to do daily, is to serve our God. So, in conclusion tonight, I hope this lesson on attitude uh, reminds you. It's, it helps me and it reminded me that, that we, we have a lot to be thankful for here. We have a lot of great things that are going for us here um and in doing the things that we do here at midway we have come a long way in the last year we've come a long way in the last five years we've come a long way in the last 40 but let's move forward into 2018 and let's start it with our attitude let's start it with our attitude um If you are here tonight and you have no idea what you need to do to become a Christian, uh, there is a lot of great people in this room that can help you do that. Uh, We would love to study with you. We would love to sit down with you. And we would love to teach you about God and about what He expects of us. If there's people here tonight that know what you need to do but you just haven't done it yet, you just haven't taken that step out you know exactly what needs to be done, but you haven't. It, it will change your attitude and your life for the rest of your life if you make that decision. And you can do that right now tonight. If you're here tonight and you are a Christian, and your attitude has gotten, has gotten kind of sour, and you've kind of done some things that you're not proud about, you've kind of said some things that you're not proud about, you have kind of feel like that you need to get that right, Uh, and you want to do that in a public way, we would ask you to do that right now as we stand.